You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. What is this? What's happening? <laughs> Welcome to the Hannibal After Buzz After Show. This is a party. What's happening here? Roy, what did you do to us? What, what song is this? It's, uh, we wanted that. We've got it going on. Oh, we got it going on. Oh, we got it going on. You know who has it going on? We do. Because we Julia and Joe Braswell have it going on. Wait, 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 Welcome to the Hannibal, Hannibal After Buzz After Show. I said that, I said that already. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined by Nando Velasquez. Hello. And also by my, my, my dear friend, not, not, not my dear friend Nando, but my, my dear friend Julia Kearley. Hi, Joe. Hi, Nando. Hi, everybody. We are not joined. If you're watching on YouTube, we are not conspicuously absent. Isn't we are not this, joined by Mr. Not, Joe Sanfilippo. Isn't that just huh. so convenient? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so what was the bet? Week. The bet was that if he was wrong, he retires from podcasting forever. Apparently. Right? Dude needed a no. full week to, to just to just eat crow before he gets into one of these outfits. I'm, look, I'm already picking outfits out for him. So for those who don't know, and a lot of you do, Joe and I had a minor bet as to whether uh, Freddie A, A Freddie was, uh, was alive, mm-hmm. and B, uh, maybe Will and Jack were in, in, in cahoots with some larger, mm-hmm. long game, sort of deep cover situation. Um, looks like we're right. Julie and I are right on both counts. Nando, by the way, you're wrong too, Nando. I was wrong. You, you, you might get out of this, Pat. But in my, no defense. But in my defense. 20 minutes trying to make uh, sense of why no, he was wrong. First of all, I've right. been against San Filippo every single week until last week. Oh, I, finally, I finally somehow got enrolled into his craziness. Got but really, in. the whole thing was I wanted to play Freddy's Dead from Fishbone last week right. for the theme song. And yeah. I was going to keep saying Freddy's Dead just to play that song. You're so So I justified playing that song. So full. I love Freddy's you, Nando, but dead. you are full you're but Freddie's not dead. And I don't Freddy have a song. And I don't have a song alive. called "Freddie's Not Dead." So well, we're gonna get into, we're gonna get into this episode, which which was a which was a great episode, and obviously with some great reveals uh, at the end, especially Freddie being alive. So alive. That was one reveal. But I've been sort of like I, I've I've got a full week to sort of pick out outfits for Joe Sanfilippo. And I, <laughs> I was I, hoping you bring in some. I, was oh, I, I, brought, you I brought in a couple. There. I brought this oh, little. Did you? Well, I've got this little like kind of lacy <laughs> model. This thing. Oh, it's on the front. If you're watching on YouTube, you can check this out because you know it's because this is the thing. Like he's got he's got that hairy chest, so it's, I want like Italian. a scoop neck for him. Oh, nice, nice. You know, it's thoughtful. I've got this uh, this this little lace number midriff oh, number oh, thing. It's midriff. I feel like it's a midriff, so you can like a little lacy man. deal. Yeah. He's a tall he man. Has a little embellishment. Uh, I thought this yellow might really pop. <laughs> oh, that's this a, might that's really a pop winner. on camera for YouTube. That's gonna pop on camera. Oh, I could just see his chest hair billowing over those ruffles. And kind of the like ruffles. the AfterBuzz, uh, you know, colors. So there you go. And, I, and anyone else who wants to have to on oh, YouTube yeah, and iTunes, on please options. give me or no, give me some more. I'm not done. I've got there's a mesh number that I want to do. I could pull a couple. 
couple things from my closet. Yeah, well, I, know, I don't think you, it's not embarrassing enough. Maybe Nando's See, closet. Nando, you have that mesh midriff you have. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking That's about. That's very true, Julia. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Julia, about. Julia, you pulled my. I wanted like a just something like that you see through. I got maybe a little lacy corset number that lacy might look nice. Lacy corset. Oh, yes. Boy. Anyway, well, for all of you who disagreed with Sam Filippo, I'm sure you all are very happy. Yes. <laughs> maybe happy he's not even here this week. I am. I am kind of, okay. So let's get into this, this episode because we we have we have lots to discuss here, uh, including the the the, the very cool if two if another it seems to be a theme here this uh mm. opening scene the dream sequences here it seems to be sort of a you know it's happening oh i, I will say this this episode directed by david slade yes who i ran into at the apple store <laughs> i name drop here yes. but i'm at the apple store and i ran into my good friend david slade and he's not he, your main man, though. And he recognized me, and he's like, hey, yo. So we, he recognized you. That's, you know, that's our role. That's awesome. Streets of Hollywood. And why is he not here? Big time directors. Why is he not filling yeah, in a space next year? Yeah, I don't know. He's got, he's got better stuff to do. But, uh, okay. but yeah, so anyway, David Slade directed this episode, and uh, and it was killed good it. to see him back, and he killed it as, as yeah. he often does. We, um, uh, so we, we opens the, with the very cool dream sequence, mm-hmm. uh, which, which I thought uh, was very interesting. Or am I making that up? What's the dream sequence at the it, top, it right? Was it, are you making up that it was interesting or are you <laughs> no. making up the dream no, sequence? Oh, okay. Because yes, yes. it was a dream sequence, yes. It was a dream sequence. <laughs> you were not and... making that up. Uh, the sequence was uh, the, the stag-like Hannibal uh, walking towards a dying stag, yes. it seemed. And I, I believe that was Will, yes? That breaking, dying stag bre- was Will breaking free. Will breaking free and right. sort of birthing out of it and... And, yes, uh, and just like the uh, the turducken Sing. thing that we saw yeah. in the uh, <laughs> with the horse and the, and the thing, and the, mm. but also like you know this is also the metaphor that that Hannibal's been using about this sort of a uh, cocoon and this uh, you know the the caterpillar becoming a butterfly, and this is also reminds me of Silence of the Lambs. And well, so. what I thought was interesting was throughout the at least the first half of this uh, this season, we've seen him slowly grow these antlers and turn into this stag, and yes. we, we think at the end of last episode, well, some of us thought Nando, that he had. <laughs> Finally transformed. Sure. But now this is him breaking through those barriers right. and still trying to retain his own sanity and his own manhood and who and be true to himself. Oh. Like preach, that? preach, Julia. Boom. I like that. No, that's the way uh, I saw it. Is that how you interpreted it, Nando? That's the way I saw it. Oh, yeah, you actually. dare not disagree with Julia ever again. That's right. <laughs> every, every word is like, exactly, Julia. That's exactly right. No, that's exactly uh, him breaking <laughs> free of the stack. Okay. I, I actually saw that. I, I, I get that. So, uh, well, then, so out, out of the dream sequence, we have another intimate, very intimate dinner uh, with, with, with Hannibal and Will, the, the, the frenemies, besties, uh, you know, whatever you want to call them. Creepies. Creepies. <laughs> And how about this dish? I mean, I don't know. I think I'd rather him see him eat some uh, some people than the whole poor little birdie. Poor little birdie with the that was crunch. really that. interesting. That that meal that they had. First of all, you see that shot of that little bird in yes. a bottle, and then it was a a, a fade in or dissolve into what looked like uh, wine or yeah. being poured Armanac? in. But, but really, Ar- but that was being poured into the same, what we didn't realize, that was being poured into the same bottle that the bird was. Yes. And then the next shot was just this floating mass, which was the bird. I re-looked at this whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just really, it looked really beautiful with the classical music, but when you realize what it is and you play it back, it's just so disturbing. It's It was very it was disturbing. Yeah. haunting. And then seeing them flambéed like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the poor little birdies. Eat whole, I know. It's... Poor little plucked birdies. Peeps. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. 
Oh my god! Oh, 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 you know what? We just missed Easter. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> thought that at some point. So yeah, I thought, oh no, Keep going. But uh, yeah, that, 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 just the and nice crunch. Eating them whole. Brian Fuller was saying in some interview, uh, talking about that whole scene, that I guess in this traditional dish, you eat them whole mm. with the bones and all, like Will said, and like it explodes because it's been gorged on this liqueur and explodes in your mouth. But then the little bones cut the inside of your mouth, so then it. <laughs> Sort of mixes with your own blood. This is the worst meal ever. (laughs) The bird. It's a delicacy, guys. It's a delicacy. Oh, gross. Anyway, so that happened. I'll eat pretty much anything, but I don't know if I can do <laughs> I'm that. I'm not me chill eating anything, too. I'm not touching that. Again, <laughs> uh, you know, this is more reason to stay away from Hannibal's cooking. Mm-hmm. Even when he's not cooking people, he's cooking some gross ish. So, yeah, so that happened. But the significance of that meal was sort of this whole, um, you know, it was like a rite of passage for. For Hannibal to talk to Will, I you know it's weird because I, I feel like that we've been waiting for if Will is on this deep cover mission and trying to get some ad- admission a, a full blown admission of guilt from Hannibal, which he hasn't really gotten. Hannibal hasn't really said, "Yeah, I killed everyone," but the, the, the Abigail thing. I swore he he goes when he, when he talked about Abigail, and he I thought Hannibal says, "I'm sorry, I took that from you." Yeah. So is that an admission of guilt? Is, is is that Hannibal saying, "Yeah, I killed her." Sorry, dude. I have said all along that I think Abigail Hobbs lives okay. somewhere in this world, and, and not she... at one point did he say, "Yes, he said I'm sorry, I took that away from you." Yes, that doesn't mean he killed her. But it was, it said, but it, it was not an admission of guilt. It was not to me. It was not. I think okay. there's still a lot of yeah, there's still a lot of wiggle room in what there he said. Is. Right. So it's not clear. All right. Fair but I, I, I still want to say he's dead. Just so I can be say wrong it. again. I'll totally say she's dead. I'll say she's dead. I'll say she's dead. And and Abigail's a guy. That. That's what I was trying to say. No. <laughs> I bet um, you. Abigail's a guy. <laughs> you know what? Nice Julia's, right. Julia's right. Julia's ruffle. right. Julia's right. I don't want to wear that. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. <laughs> my favorite show we've ever done. Yes. No. It's good. If, if you're not watching on YouTube, there's, there's some stuff to see. But um, but thanks for listening. If you're listening to iTunes. By the way, very quickly. Yeah. Thank you so much. We haven't said this in a while for downloading and listening to us on iTunes. We really appreciate that. You uh, always make us uh, in the top. Uh, one of the top podcasts here at After Buzz. And uh, please continue to rate us and listen to us and download us. Uh, when you rate us, helps other people find us as well on iTunes. And um, we do uh, listen, to, um, read your comments, and we'll give you some shout-outs. And uh, we know we have a lot of loyal followers and listeners on YouTube and also as well as on iTunes. But um, feel free to comment and download iTunes as well. Uh, so thank you for all of that. Uh, but back to the episode. So at the end of this... So there's no admission of guilt, but they do have this conversation, which is sort of this like, you know, the conversation seems to say we're kind of one and the same. We're 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 together in this. Yes. And so then, uh, was it that scene they had the the giant armed thing? No, that was, was that later. Uh, that was later. That, that was, was the, later. that was the like the second meal later. Oh, the second meal. Okay. Okay. That was God after they discovered she. Yes. That was after the tableau with uh, at Freddie at Freddie's grave. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's right. The ta- the... So, yeah, with the Shiva. The so. Shiva. Um, so we get into so we're getting into this episode. So um, a lot of Bloom. Let's just start with her. She seems to be, you know, uh, coming around. She's a little Finally. slow. She's a little slow. A little slow. I mean, you know, but uh, for such a smart cookie. Well, you know, in her defense, I will defend her for a moment. She doesn't know everything that we know. Yeah. You know, she's sort of coming at this as an audience member, as we are as well. Like right. she only knows what's put in front of her. Yeah. And we have the benefit of behind the scenes look, perhaps. Right. But still, she I mean, still she's kind of everyone else well, on the show seems to know more than she does. She's dickmatized. She's dickmatized. Yeah. Yes, we know. She can't help yes. it. We can't help it. 
happens. I didn't say it first. You did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 the phrase you coined, Julia Kearley. She's totally digitized. <laughs> Thank you. But no, but she seems to be coming around. She seems to be really suspicious, and she had to pay Will a visit, um, which 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 was which was a great scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I you know I have to break my arm patting myself on the back, but that was the moment I was like, aha. You know, because he was, he's, he's giving her the like, am I? Do you trust me? Who are you afraid of? Who, you know, he's into all those like things, but he had to just come out and say, look, I'm an, I'm an, I'm, this is a deep cover mission. <laughs> We're trying to get baby, Hannibal. Baby, baby, yeah. <laughs> like, just, just say it. Like, don't give all these like riddles and, you know, innuendo. And the innuendo and the gun. Give like, the- yeah, it's like, shoot whoever you're afraid of. You know, like, or whatever it is. My favorite said. was at the funeral. My psychiatrist said it would be, what did you say? It would be yes. therapeutic. I mean, just enough with the, with the, with the double talk, Will. Just tell her. But yeah. I guess clearly he, he's not allowed to. So. He's dropping hints. Uh, what did you think of that? I mean, any thoughts on the funeral scene and any, any, anything that you observed in that sequence there, Nando? Uh, well, just, I, I, I love the interaction between Will and Elena there. And, and, you know, this seemed to be an episode kind of like the Abigail conversation between uh, Hannibal and Will. There seemed to be a lot of double talk. Yeah. A lot of, well, you know, the killer the killer would possibly come back here and, uh, sure. and to the grave. You know, Will possibly alluding to maybe it's him, maybe it's not. Right. Uh, this is a lot of nobody really saying anything directly, which I thought was maybe a theme to this show. Yeah. Uh, this, this episode, just no one saying directly what they want to say. Yeah. So that's that's the main Stakes thing. Stakes are high. Stakes right. are high. No one wants to admit anything. I so. think the show is is so good. We mentioned it before, but so good at these these sort of like these one on one mano a mano scenes. You know these these and these these two people scenes. I think that like again, this is the building blocks of what we know from Silence of the Lamb with Clarice and Hannibal. But um, you know, uh, I want to skip to. I mean, it seems like everything we see is. You know, these two, and it's two people. Like, usually, every, almost every sequence is two people in a room having these sort of long, uh, conversations. Um, and, and they're fantastic. Though, the best of them being, for me, in this episode, um, and there was a lot of them, but, uh, one of the ones I loved is, is Mason going to visit, you know, Hannibal, like that, the, the, the uh, therapy session mm-hmm. where he, you know, Han- Hannibal seemed completely exasperated. And as much as, you know, Mads played, you know, Mads sort of did like a, he didn't do like a full eye roll, but he did. He Might did. as well have. Him. I know, but it was so subtle. <laughs> Hannibal version of the eye roll. It was like a. It was like a, you know, it was a swallow or something. He did. I don't know what he did. I had to rewind. Like, what did he do there? Because, you know, when uh, Mason, you know, when he, he gave Mason a chair and Mason plopped down on the on the on the, on the chaise mm-hmm. and leaned back, Hannibal gave a look like. Hmm. But I don't know the look well, he gave. Well, you know how was... intolerant he is to rudeness. Yes. So it... I think the little his little hairs uh, sort of. But the run fact that, that the that. fact that we were able to read that it was so subtle. Because mm. he's awesome. Yeah, he's good. He's, that's, that's, he's very good very at good. The he's he's good at acting. He can do some <laughs> acting. So uh, and then he, he finally had to ask him to come please sit on the chair. Mm-hmm. But how about this Mason versus Hannibal thing? Like mm-hmm. you know, and, and the idea that you know, Mason's a real piece of work, and Hannibal's. Kind of disgusted with this cat, right? Like he's for all the people that Matt Hannibal loves to sort of chat with and manipulate and have admire, and from uh, you know from Jacob Hobbs to Abigail to uh, to uh, Margot to Will mm-hmm. when Mason, he's like he's not time for Mason. He sort of seems like Mason seems like a, a tough nut to crack for Hannibal because he's so enraptured of himself. His ego is inflated to right. to the heights. He's so completely narcissistic and he has this uh, and it's all about this hero worship for his father right. that it's hard to, to penetrate that, to get in sure. there. Whereas everyone else who comes to him seems to be broken. Right. Well, you know, he definitely fills in the, the uh, 
the void, the egotistical void that was left by Chilton. Yes. So <laughs> when yes. Chilton's gone, all of a sudden now we got Mason. So he definitely expands on that yeah. uh, in a, to the nth degree pretty much. So very, it's, very egotistical. We mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. It's very cool for, to have Michael Pitt in the show anyway. But but it's also very cool to have someone, you know, m- bigger and badder and more evil than Hannibal. It, it's it, like he's so big in this and he's with the tears and the martinis and – it's over the top, but it works. It's like super evil villain genius. He's super bon- yeah. Before. Yeah, yeah it's Bond villain. Yes. It's a Bond villain. The total Bond villain. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very ironic considering Mods is mes- most known for being a Bond villain himself. In the first, yeah. in the, in the first Casino one. Royale. Yes. The sheaf would, cries the bloody tears. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so I can ask you, because I'm trying to figure this out. So in the, in the books, and someone on YouTube yelled at me, like, for quit talk, referencing the books, you're ruining everything. Well, Sorry, the books. <laughs> <laughs> the, the books is it's, uh, the, the books are out there. They've been out there for about twenty five years. We have the same problem when I do the Walking years. Dead show. It's like people stop spoiling the comic book. I'm like, it's been out for twelve years. Uh, that, that, that there's IP, a rule for spoilers. That IP's been out there for a long time. Yeah, there's a rule. There's a rule. That, that I don't want to spoil anything, but Hannibal's Hannibal's a cannibal. <laughs> Sorry, guys. He's sorry. He, he ends up <laughs> in jail. Uh, no, but I will say no. But the, there's in the books though, because because Fuller is going a little kind of sideways canon. He's going off canon sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's going different ways. But um, and also we should be we should note that I believe they don't have the rights to all the characters. It's a weird thing. Like they have like. They have, to, they have to do some creative writing around some things. Like they have Red Dragon and all the characters, all the characters in Red Dragon. They in Silence of the Lambs, they have some of the characters, but not all the characters. Like they don't have like weird things. Like they don't have a uh, Barney, you know, uh, the 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 guard, the guard at yeah, at, the one uh, who I want Children's him to cast Place. me at. Yeah, <laughs> I was like <laughs> Brian Fuller cannot cast me as Barney because I don't think they have the rights to him yet. Now I think they're still negotiating. I don't know how this all works, but some things have the rights too. So they, I think this is what's maybe causing them to have to. And we'll ask Brian when we have him in here. We'll ask Martha as well. But um, but my point is Mason in the books. I believe isn't he a pedophile? He's a pedophile, right? This whole thing is he was a pedophile and Hannibal. Got to him and disfigured him, and that was the whole bit. Um, and I think that's that. And I don't. I've been really afraid of, which made me so afraid when they had that scene with the kid. I was like, "Oh no, this is going to be it." And he was, but he was just kind of really scary and rude and menacing, but not. And took his tears. Took his tears, made him cry, which is bad enough. But did you get a sense that he was going to do anything worse? You to know, kid? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I haven't read that book. Yeah. I, I, I want to, but I'm kind of enjoying being uh, in the dark about Sorry, some of this spoilers. right now. Thanks a lot, Brad. <laughs> no. Thanks it's a lot. Sorry, either, so. um, I, 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 the idea crossed my mind, uh, especially when she said, uh, you know, my brother is not good with children. Yes. That's, you know, that's automatically where my mind went to. And then we yeah. cut quick to that, uh, that, that scene with the kid Franklin and, yes. and him saying you're, you can't go back to your foster parents. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. Let me take your tear. And not once did I f- see a sexualization of the child in yeah, his eyes. I just thought it came from a completely authentically cruel yeah. place. He's just, that's it's cruelty is his thing. Like, I mean, what's more cruel than telling this poor child no one wants you? Here's the, oh, let me get that here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, that's uh, chocolate. Ugh. I'm 
telling you, I am freaking loving Michael Pitt in this character. The more I think about it and the deeper we go into his performance, it's so it's so nuanced and brilliant and it's not quiet. And it's 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 theatrical, but it works so well because there's depth to it. Yeah, and it's and it's but it's it's also terrifying though. And I love him. Well awesome. Well I wouldn't yeah, I don't I don't he, uh, he's he's scary for me. I don't know. He's but I, really scary. So that that what about the sequence when he met up with Margot and he's telling her about you know family and you know how, how it was, you know um, he talked about her the heirs and there's the family and he grabbed the back of her ponytail. Oh yeah, that oh. was really oh that was it did crazy. not sit well with me. So did so how am I missing how does how did he know that um, that Margot is pregnant? I don't think he completely knew he had an idea that was planted in his head by Hannibal. Mm -hmm. Because in the next therapy scene with Hannibal, doesn't he say whether, I don't know if she's pregnant now, but she's clever enough to get pregnant. Right. So let's nip this in the bud. But he, I think he wanted to see her reaction to get an answer when he was telling her that she has this rosy glow, that she's in bloom. Sure. And throwing all that out at her. That that was very much like he knew. I thought so too, but then he... Sort of said he wasn't. And again, sure. it's just another scene where no one's coming out to say exactly what they want. Right. But they're both like just leaving enough room in there for error just to just to be incredibly vague. Right. Although he was able to figure it out for himself, or at least he was paranoid enough to just say, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cancel, you know, I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna make sure this doesn't happen. Yeah, well that's mm-hmm. which is really uh, maybe he didn't know that she was pregnant and maybe he doesn't know, but he will say that like I'll fix it so she'll never be pregnant. Yeah. She'll never be pregnant. Exactly. Which again, horrifying and I don't know, it was obviously a uh a homage to Dead Ringers, Nando. Remember Dead Ringers? No, Jeremy I Irons. I don't remember no. that. One. Yeah, that's Sorry. a that's a really it's a, it's a James it's a it's a David Cronenberg uh, horror movie. I did not see that one. And where where uh, Jeremy Irons I believe plays his own twin, and they're evil. Either split personalities, twins, and there is a very very disturbing. Uh, I think he's a gynecologist. Just a very disturbing mm-hmm. scene, mm-hmm. very similar to the one at the end of that that happens um, in Dead Ringers. That you know. You can, yeah. For people who know what I'm talking about, they know. But that was definitely a match to that, and uh, something I never want to see again. So thanks, Brian <laughs> Fuller, <laughs> David Slade, for those for those images. Uh, so, so back. So um, Hannibal, you know. What, what, so back to Hannibal and Alana. They, they, that was actually a cool moment where we felt like that Alana was now on the Hannibal. That moment where she realized she's actually really afraid of Hannibal. But Hannibal is also kind of onto Alana, right? That, that very cool sequence where she he, he takes her hand and, and does his keen sense of smell. Oh. And David Slade has that great close-up of the skin and the, the gunpowder mm, yeah. rising, rising off the skin. Mm. You know, and it, it just it, the Hannibal's, uh, you know, pristine, keen sense of smell and palate. He's like, have you fired a gun? Like, who is this guy? You know, <laughs> how does he know that, you know, he's fired a gun, but apparently he can. I think that's kind of creepy, though, that someone could tell you fired his gun from smelling you. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a little creepy. Do you think she played it un- unflappably? Is that a word? Uh, you're right, Julia. It is a word. Well, like, they they <laughs> right. made out after that, right? They made out. Did they do it after that? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it was, uh, Alana was not when she came back. She's like, "All right, what's going on?" <laughs> like, she because she was on to him then, right? That is that the moment where she where she turned? Do you think? I feel like she was. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, but that I think that was a turning point for her. But for sure, Hannibal knows something's up because the thing about this is Hannibal's always one step or two or three steps ahead. We talk about this being two or three steps ahead of Jack and Will, and even with Will's sort of deep dive, deep, deep, deep cover, 
Uh, do you think Hannibal, this is a question, do you think Hannibal is, like, aware that Will is playing him, possibly? Do you think Hannibal is just, you know, I mean, what what is he... I don't know. I feel like he's dropping a little bit of guard with him. He's he's telling secrets. He's telling stories of his past, and he's sharing some feelings, almost. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about the sister. Yeah, talked about his sister, talked about Abigail. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I feel like he is... He's en- engrossed by his feeling of pride for his protege. Yeah. You know, that, that even that opening scene where he watched him eat that bird. Yeah. And yeah. it was just this overwhelming, almost sexual sense. Almost sexual. Very, very sexual. <laughs> 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 that was very sexual. Yeah, that's yeah. Sexy bird eating. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ew. Nice. <laughs> I uh, yeah I don't I don't do, uh, do you think what about you Nando do you think do you think Will Hannibal's on to Will do you think he cares I mean what do you, I mean do you get the sense that Hannibal's just like Will's my best friend now or is he like well I think Hannibal's always cautious I, I he still has this uh, sense of cautiousness but the fact that they have this and we saw it a lot last week's episode uh, this language that they can share they can talk sure. and, and at least at least Hannibal's unaware he doesn't think he, that Jack is noticing it right. yeah they could. Speak openly yeah. Uh, yeah. about these about these tableaus that they're looking at, these deaths that they're looking at. Uh, it's fun I, for him. It's fun for him. It's so I think yeah, I think he's buddy. he's having a little playful moment. So I wouldn't say he's not on to him. I think he's cautious, but I think he is kind of in a very in a very romantic way. He's falling in love with Will is, a little bit, and he's he starting to be a little. He's starting to get a little <laughs> digmatized by Will, maybe. Well. Wow. I think that's possible. I think he is okay. getting a little enraptured yes. by this possibility. Uh, one one thing about the um, uh, scene where they're talking about Abigail and, um, you know, Hannibal's talking to Will about being a father. Uh, I really felt that was a very fatherly moment of Hannibal talking to Will as well. He's enjoying sure. his role right now. Yeah. He really is. M- and, mentor and, slash. So, yeah. So I would like to think that he is lowering his guard a little. He's still cautious, but I don't think he realizes how much he's lowering his own guard. Yeah. It's very interesting that the Will, you know, Will's deep cover tactics because what this really is, it's, it's, a, it's a seduction. It's like Will is, you know, you know, not I'm just going to take this whole bromance slash, you know, thing further. Will is essentially, you know, he's like the honeypot for Hannibal. He's, he's you know, uh, he's he's seducing him mm-hmm. and, and, and sort of like making Hannibal fall and fall from i don't mean i mean that in a you know in a not in necessarily the literal sense but uh it's you know alana says that exact thing she calls this a courtship yes when they're at the at the graveyard with the with the freddie lounge shiva pose right it's a courtship from his benefactor can we exactly and that's that that's what this is whole this whole thing is and can we talk about that the the you know the like i missed that who who did that one who who posed that I think Hannibal. Do we, we think Hannibal did that? I think so. I mean, re- repeat that. What was what's the question? Who made Shiva? Who made Shiva? Oh yeah, that was a little confusing to me. I mean, the way they were talking about it afterwards, it sounded they made it sound like the benefactor, which would be Hannibal, which would be Hannibal. Yes. But, so, but, but what the benefactor made it for his protege? Yeah. Or the protege made it for the benefactor. The benefactor made it for the protege. Made it for the protege. Okay, because we, we, we know that Will didn't pose that up and do that. No, that's yeah. just but weird. But maybe after this is sort of Hannibal's res- response to I was a little unclear at that killed. too. It, they they dug up Freddie's body. Yes, and uh, posed it, posed the body into that shape. I, I don't know the intention for that. If anyone else knows on, on yeah 
uh, you know, wants to post like on YouTube or something. I'm really, I was curious about that. I rewatched it. Well, well and just also, sense of it. Uh, I have to pose a question then. Who set the fake Freddy body on fire? And whose body was that, yeah. by the way? Yeah. If it wasn't Freddy's, whose body, whose burning body yeah. was and, that? And before we started the show, you made a really interesting point. I know for those those people who don't want to listen to uh, analogies to the book, uh, you know, oh, yeah. for and, a couple of seconds, just lock yeah, your yeah, eyes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, don't listen. Um, in the book, in Red Dragon, that's how Freddy dies. He dies right. by being strapped to the wheelchair and pushed down down a street. Yep. So when I saw that, I was like, no, Flippo can't be right. Yeah. He's certainly, <laughs> no, this isn't happening. But uh, Brian Fuller has said before that it's sort of like a Thomas Harris mashup. Yeah. You know, he, he, they pull when needed. They throw it in where they where they can. Right. It doesn't necessarily, you can't necessarily take it literally, but it's a device that, that he likes to use. Because we know that the the Mason Verger and the the, the, the pigs is something that shows up yeah. in the book Hannibal and also the movie Hannibal as well. So yeah, we're, we're, we're we're a little early for that I feel like too. there's a little bit of a theme between those two uh, those two deaths, I guess, or post deaths. So right. you have the Freddy body who's pushed down and on fire, and they said that fire destroys and creates, and she won't rise from the ashes, but her killer will. Right. So that was a moment where he was very proud of Will and sort of sending him up, and now he uh, creates the Shiva, who is the destroyer and right. creator as well. So there's sort Which of thematic really, in that way. There's very thematic, the whole uh, flames being like the phoenix, like, again, like for destruction and for creation, and and you know what's even interesting about all that? If you really analyze it to the first dream sequence, it was kind of like that stag was dying. Right. And in that stag's death, Will was coming out of it and being right. reborn as well. There was no fire in that, but the analogies are all apparent through there. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think, well, you know, to answer your question, Julie, about the body, I think it's part of the elaborate ruse. I think it's part of the thing. I think this is a Jack. You Did know. he get the body from Jack? Is it like a body yeah, in the morgue he, at the FBI? He got it from the... uh, from uh, Zeller and Price, probably. Like maybe some some because they because when they examine Freddie and and Zeller is like you know oh yeah this is her you know like that that's all for Hannibal's benefit so everyone's everyone's in on the gag because obviously they didn't you know get Freddie's dental records or <laughs> they, they take out our teeth and stick it in there. the dead body. So, so the, everyone's in on the gag. So they must have gotten something and, and, and Will did maybe set whoever that was already dead on fire, rolled it down there for the FBI to find. And then Hannibal's called in. We found Freddie Lounge. She's dead. Mm-hmm. And Hannibal's like, Will did it, you know? And so that, oh, that, yeah. So that was kind of, um, I can, we can only assume that that's all one big large setup, but. What again? Back to the why I'm confused about the pose, the Shiva pose. Because then, if that was a setup, then did Hannibal dig her up to do the thing for Will? That's just you know, and and then later on when they were having mm-hmm. uh, when they're having dinner, the Shiva, the you saw the stag with the arms yeah. come out too. Yes, which is very reminiscent of the Shiva. So yeah, that was a little confusing to me. So well, maybe I, it was I, in response to Will doing the setting Freddy's body on fire. Maybe, perhaps, because that was very that was a very chess chess like little like little love notes passed back and forth. That was a very Chesapeake Ripper. Kind I mean, of the other thing, there, yeah, it was, and the other thing could have been like he just wanted to double check and and maybe for his own sake, just see the body for himself. Yeah, maybe he's still possibly hmm. just double checking just to make sure. Well, let's go. I want to go back to that to the to the uh, the second dinner we talked about when we, we see the 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 the, the stag. The stag. Mm-hmm. That felt like you know. It felt like the two of them sort of won. It's that whole thing felt like, you know, he, uh, Will always saw Hannibal as the stag or, you know, and as I saw him the one, as, as the one thing. And now he sort of sees him as it felt like Will and Hannibal together. 
That's what it sort of felt like. Like the, this, this is there. The Shiva represents both of them sort of joined together. That's what sure. it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what you guys got from it. What did, what did you, what did you, when, in that moment, what did you think when you well, saw she that? Well, Shiva's also, thing? like we said, the destroyer and the creator. So it can sort of go both ways. Who's right. destroying whom? Who's creating whom? Right. It just seems to be a bond they're both sharing right now. And perhaps they're, you know, kind of like when you say, t- uh, Two people are two sides of a diff- of the same coin. Yeah, Shiva, it maybe is that coin. Yeah, in a way, and we see we see a creator and a, and a destroyer. I guess that's well, that's a little heady for I don't me. Know, it's hard, but uh, yeah. Well, we definitely see in this episode, especially in that scene um, in their dialogue, we see Hannibal sort of playing. It's like he's taken this all to a new level. Mm. His playing of God, right, with his destroying and creating, and now we've seen it in the in the destruction. We think of Abigail, and sure. then he creates in his of Abigail destruction of Abigail. Let's say even though she's alive, whatever. <laughs> to will or to he, the destruction of Abigail, and now he who sort of. Was a daughter figure to Will. Right. So he feels bad that he took it away. And now he's created a, a way in which he could bring back life to him and mm. make him a father once again. Yes. But then he goes out of his way to make sure that's destroyed, too. So it's just a whole new level of playing God and manipulation right. with all these new chess pieces that he has as well. So I want to get to, uh, I agree, and so speaking of which, I want to get to the, the, the thing that really tipped it because all, all episode I mean they did a great job of sort of like giving us these little hints that you know what side is Will on I kept us sort of guessing to the very end even though you and I knew that Will was working totally with Jack know. but uh, you totally know like to know. The, the scene with I Alana will. you know who didn't know Nando, Nando. you know who or else Flippo Flippo didn't know I kind of oh stop it no no you, 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 you <laughs> kind of knew I'm, I was not willing to bet on a shirt okay right. <laughs> I was not willing to bet on wearing shirts so, so we, we talked about the, 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 the graveyard scene and we talked about the uh, the, the, the scene at the house when he, Will gives her the gun uh, but then later the whole thing with uh, Mason you know, when, when he, when that's he, such a great scene it's a great scene when he you know uh, after when he, when he goes to him and is like you, you know, basically saying like, this is what Hannibal wants. This mm-hmm. is what Hannibal would, would have me do. Hannibal's constructed this whole thing. So you do that. I, he tells me, I come to you and I kill you. But I'm not going to do that because the guy who needs to be thrown down there is Hannibal, not mm-hmm. me. And that made me, that's when like Will is in complete control here because Will's not going to. Because the murderous Will that Joe Sanfilippo and Nando were trying to, you know, let us know that like, Will's just a murderer. He lost. He lost everything. He's not a hero. He's a murderer. I agree with him one week, and I'm lumped in. With him. I can't believe <laughs> but, it. But like the murderous oh. Will would have just oh, thrown. Yeah. This is one week. Oh god. Although it would have been great. I would have loved to see you know Will throw Mason in the, into the pigs. I think that would have been oh, great. No, I don't want to get rid of him that easily. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> want more. So we'll we'll see how this whole thing plays out. I mean, we kind of know. But it'll be interesting to see because uh, there's some hints in the previews that Hannibal may be in a little bit of trouble mm-hmm. with the pigs. Yeah. Next episode looks like so, he might be. Uh, we'll, we'll also see. We'll see about that. But but that was a fantastic scene. You know, like the confrontation. You know, is, um, just how we'll handle it. And then and then he brings uh, Mason back up, and Mason does his quick turnaround, like he's about to do something. And Will's got the gun cocked oh, right yeah. there. Yeah, that's great. That's a guy. Yes. That's that's someone who's in control. Yeah. right now, he, Will is in control. Of, you know, we've been saying how he's been losing control. Yeah, but I think that's a scene. That definitely turns it around for Will, and it shows he's in control again. Well, this is something that's again. Is that a parental response? Is that what brought him out, you think, of this rabbit hole a little bit? Is to to have the idea of being a father and have that ripped away from him? I think him? that has some of it, because obviously that's, that was the motivation for him going over there. Yeah, he was very... And But he even said, he said Hannibal planted this seed, you know, to see the same seed that he planted in you to kill... 
your to, sister's baby, right? Or to make your baby, or to make your, make, make your sister infertile, was the same seed is is another seed, you know, from uh, Hannibal, and I have a similar seed to kill you. Yeah. So we have we have a common enemy. The only thing we all have in common. The only thing the only thing we all have in therapist. common is our therapist. I yeah. get, I, yeah, exactly. I get that. Uh, Mason's rich and loaded, and he's you know the the Verger family has you know he's a Bond villain. He's he's got so much cash, yeah. but I mean, does dude have his own like evil surgeons? Is like like Apparently. on standby? That was weird with his own uh, his like own, red. Own, yeah, red well, that's again yeah. that, that the, the red the red the red so that's straight from Dead Ringers, baby. <laughs> they have the red and Dead Ringers too, but but it's like you know yeah you're, you're like he has the OR the evil OR on standby and the <laughs> wow. evil surgeons like talk about Bond villain. Let's come downstairs. I mean, like, I got my evil surgeons on standby. Let me call these guys in. They could be his evil. The pagers are going off. They're like, oh, let's, you know, what, yeah, right. where, do you, where do you get these He's guys? He's got them on retainer. There was a whole staff of evil, right? Yeah. All the evil veterinarians, yeah. Well, that would just be a, him. A basic understanding, perhaps, of human anatomy, because yeah. a pig's anatomy and a human's anatomy are very, very similar. Sure. Did you know that? No. No. Now you do. Okay, thank you. Well, at least their hearts are. But he had like, he had, like four <laughs> Wait, cats in there, right? <laughs> Their hearts are okay. I don't know about the rest. They, but they had like four or five dudes in there, right? And, and ladies, yeah. they're like they're ready to operate. So, uh, anyway, just yeah. Anyway, so that 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 was that was terrifying. We talked about that already, and that, and that, that monologue and him, uh, you know, he's a piece of work. All what everything that he's doing there, um, Mason. That is so. Mason's alive. Uh, we 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 see that confrontation, which was great. We talked about that, but then the final 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 thing with Alana going to Jack. And sort of demanding answers, and Jack very coolly and calmly being like, "I forget exactly what he says, but it's like, what do you think is going on? What do I believe? Yeah, what do you believe? <laughs> oh, there you go. Sorry, thank you. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> yeah. That was very good, Julia. Thank you. <laughs> that was very good. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so of course down the hall, and there's Freddie Lounge. So she's I hanging out she too. Is. Just happened to be. There. I would have thought at the very least she'd be like under duress because she's a journalist. She yeah. probably wants to report all this stuff. She's no. just like, like she has her own office. She's, she's just like, t- oh, sorry, I'm, I'm just doing the TCP reports. Uh, how yeah, was my how was my funeral? The shit eating its grin. Julia and Brad <laughs> were so right. Yes, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was her line. That was her line. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what I heard. Uh, uh, so yeah, this is the sets up. Uh, we're we're in the home stretch here for 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 two these last two episodes. Yeah. So we'll you know, we'll be interested to see where we leave ourselves going into season three because we do have a season three pickup. Yes, yes we do. We're very very excited about. Oh. Them. I, I, yes, if it wasn't official before, it's official as of today because today NBC had their fall upfronts. Well, hold on one second. Let's save that. Let's go to news and gossip. <laughs> So Nando, you know, upfronts, <laughs> upfronts for this week. And today NBC had their, their oh, official let's presentation. Hold let's hold on to that for a second. Let's <laughs> so hold what on happened? to that. <laughs> uh, here's something happened. Yeah, something happened. Well, NBC, uh, this is uh, this is the week in May when all the broadcast networks announce their upcoming fall schedules. They announce what shows get canceled and, more importantly, what new shows are coming in to replace them. Yep. And happily, we knew this already uh, because sometimes the networks like to leak out this information weeks, sometimes months before, depending on the success of a show. Yep. Hannibal has made it official to season three. We kind of knew that on Friday. Friday, I think. We did. Like Thursday or Friday, it was tweeted out, but it's official. It's keeping, as of right now, it's keeping its same time slot for the fall. Oof. So you could find it. I know, that's the only thing I'm not it's happy right. about. Uh, so Friday, Friday nights at 10 o'clock as of right now, but you never know, things could change. Mm-hmm. But during the presentation, that's the time slot they gave it. Sure. So they have a lot of faith, they have enough faith in the show to bring it back. Friday's a tough time slot, but you know what? NBC is actually making some strides here. Yeah. They, got, they, got a, they got a legitimate hit in the in, in Blacklist. Yes. Uh, they've Which got some they, legitimate stars. I, 
they, Grim, Grimm's a legitimate hit for them as yes. well. Uh, and they, and they've, so they kind of taken and that. I will say Grimm, yeah, Grimm and Hannibal do make a good twosome. Well, not only that, they are making a move with, with this cutthroat, with this John Malkovich thing. I don't know yeah. if you've seen this thing. You've seen a promo for that. It looks fantastic. And now they have this new Constantine. You know, based on the movie Constantine, based on Hellblazer really or Hellraiser or Hellblazer, I don't know which which comic book it is. Nando, you should know. It's Constantine. I thought Constantine was a comic book. It's a comic book, Constantine. But it's based on I know, but there's a never mind. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that looks fantastic. I don't know if you saw that trailer. So I like, have oh, not I yet, but I can't wait oh, to see it. Yeah. The, the 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 TV show, the pilot looks fantastic. So look out for that. So NBC's on the rise. Yeah. yeah. ABC not so much. ABC's in trouble, but this is a separate show for that. Anyway, um, <laughs> any shout outs, Nando? Oh, yeah, I had shout-outs up, but I was pulling it up to do this. Hold on. Uh, we got a lot of people talking uh, last week, I guess, over the bet. Dave, 1555, Raquel Costa, Dave. Melina Torres, Ben Hamill, ja- uh, Rani J. I'm saying that right. I'm clueless, and I, I guess Joe Sanfilippo posted on here. I don't know. No. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> How quickly you turn your boy Flippo? Uh-huh. That's I always, your boy. I always, That's your boy. No, we were right one week. Come on, I can agree with them for one week and still be enemies. Right. Alana V, Talia, Sarah Four HP, Garrett Walker, Maya Larks, uh, Dana Smooth, Maya Patton, Betsy O, Koya, Andre Vieira, Craig Thompson. Uh, did I say Ryan McCord? If not, I'm saying you again. Yes. Juan, Lo- uh, Juan Lopez, Mars Martin, Unlimited Taco Works, <laughs> Anthony Cancellieri, uh, Joshua Florence, Craig Thompson, Mr. Eka Zlena, uh, Lovely Lady 1014, Misha HJ. Wow, a lot of people here. Zazu, 1234567 x one I love that one for yes. some reason. I, I love reading that one. And then on the, uh, we, we got, uh, on the iTunes, Flash Cal, who loves this podcast, but gave us one star because of Flippo just being very adamant the past couple of weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they'll raise it up now yeah. that he's not Flippo's here. Flippo's not, so not he's not here this week. What do you see him next and week in this, well. this hairy chest? Oh, Jester. That's gonna get six stars. Yeah. Oh, yes. six stars. Jess, Jester Fox. A K S U X J D. I'm not even going to bother making messing that one up. All right. Uh, B Dubs 1971. B Dubs and Hickstick. And that's Who? it. Hickstick. Hickstick. All right. Thank you all. <laughs> thank you all for checking us out on iTunes and YouTube. And uh, thanks for listening, commenting, and we're uh, yeah. Let's let's get to predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Um. You know, I just want to say against you know breaking Mar and patting myself on the back. At the, I wish Joe was here to hear this because <laughs> at the beginning of the season, I did say Will's going to get out, and his he's he's totally lucid, and now that he's completely Will is you know a super mastermind himself, so he's going to put himself in a position to match wits and outwit Hannibal no matter what it takes, and. He did, and he's done that. You can see that that super lucidity and clarity in that moment, like you said, when he had the gun to to, to Mason Verger. It was like, oh, Will's in complete control here. And um, I just want to say I was right. My predictions, uh, I'm sorry, I'll start. <laughs> it was predictions, not patting on the back thing, but go ahead. Yeah, I think that uh, also, I think Alana Bloom is also alive, and I also think that we're going to see a little... Alana Bloom is alive. Alana, not Alana Bloom, I'm sorry. Um, Abigail, Abigail, Abigail Hobbs. Hobbs is alive, and I think we're also going to see a little more from our girl um, Miriam. Is that her mm. name? Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen her yeah, in a while. I mean, she's gonna, she, Miriam Lass is going to come back to do something for someone. Yeah. Prediction. Um, I I stand by my initial prediction that Abigail Hobbs is alive. Yeah. I think uh, Bedelia DeMaurier, we're going to get a little something from her. She'll I think it's time she comes back. Um, 
Uh, that's that's what I got. I'm, I'm ready for some resurfacing of my girls. Go. Uh, I think someone it, it teases that Hannibal might be in a bit of trouble, but I think someone's going to get eaten by pigs next week. Yeah. Well, I mean, Brian Fuller did say when asked, someone asked him about the uh, the finale in the, in the season, he said bloodbath. Ooh. There will be a bloodbath, so we'll see. Uh, but we'll see that next week, and tune in next week for Joe Sanfilippo's <laughs> big <laughs> fashion show. Uh, we cannot wait for that. Uh, okay. Julia Carley, where can we find you? Uh, find me on Twitter and on Instagram with my name, Julia Carley, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Nando. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L, and here on AfterBuzz with a bunch of shows uh, like 24 later on tonight. Mm-hmm. You can find Joe Sanfilippo at josephsanfilippo.com and on Twitter at Joe Flippo and here next week in probably something very revealing. You can find me, Joe Braswell, at Joe K. Braswell <laughs> on Twitter wait. and Instagram, Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. Thanks again. Thank you, all you fanables. Congratulations for season three for Yay. Brian and, and the gang and Martha. And we'll see you all next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.